Welcome to episode 66 of Open Your Toys Cast. I am Slick McFavorite. And I am Mrs. McFavorite. This is the official podcast of OpenYourToys.com, the site dedicated to the four greatest action, action figure, figure franchises of the 80s in all, all time. And what are those? Masters of the Universe, Star Wars, Transformers, and G.I. Joe. <laughs> A real American hero. <laughs> uh, we're a husband and wife team that love to talk us some toys. I love to talk some shit about some of his toys. <laughs> but you mean all of my toys okay, as yeah. a collective whole? Well, I am a you, collector. You enjoy. <laughs> You could, uh, and this is very important that you pay attention to this contact us section as we will be announcing a new contest. Uh, you can leave a comment on our blog at openyourtoys.com. You can email slick at open or slick at openyourtoys.com. <laughs> and Mrs. McFavorite has her email address as well, Mrs. McFavorite at openyourtoys.com. You can follow Slick on Twitter at Slick McFavorite. Do you still need to read it on <laughs> the TV like that? At Mrs. McFavorite. <laughs> <laughs> or we do have Facebook pages at <laughs> Facebook.com slash Slick McFavorite, where I'll be your bestest friend in the whole wide world. It's it's like a cell phone. I don't need to remember phone numbers anymore. That everything I need to know is right <laughs> there, so I have to there. read it. <laughs> or you can like our fan page at facebook.com slash open your toys cast. I hate the fan page thing. You can like the cast. You can oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so sorry. I just hate fucking fan anything nowadays. That the whole like fanboy word is so played out to me and well there went about 10 listeners <laughs> what you think they're people like what he doesn't like us calling ourselves fad boys well fuck this show all right dick <laughs> jessica also has a facebook page at facebook.com slash jessica spiller that's jessica with one s and the way we love to hear from you is, of course, our voicemail, the special Open Your Toys hotline. <laughs> We've got a cool little red phone like in the original Batman series that blinks when you call. Uh-huh. And when it rings off the hook, it literally, the thing goes, handset. <laughs> 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 goes all crazy <laughs> uh voicemail is 720-235-TOYS that is 720-235-8697 what are we drinking tonight mrs mcfavorite so as i said in our last cast with um january being the non-drinking month for slick and for the year of 2012 being the non-drinking <laughs> year for mrs mcfavorite thank you baby mcfavorite um we are drinking a banana kiwi mango smoothie that's good as shit it's not mostly bad. tastes like banana yeah considering like how strong the mango tastes and the kiwi tastes the Banana is just like, I am banana. <laughs> you will taste only me. <laughs> well, would you say, because you cut it up, 
would you say that there's a lot more banana? Like if you looked at how much stuff we put in here, is there a lot more banana in there? No, the kiwi and mango filled the, the blender thing up almost over halfway. Wow. And the bananas took up like maybe two inches. Yeah, but it's in like a cone, right? But yeah, yeah I can see your point. Huh. So it's good as hell. <laughs> I, I'm enjoying it. It's making me thirsty, though. I have to have <laughs> water with my drink. <laughs> he, he didn't buy the fact that there's enough water in it from the cuba or cup of ice cubes that i put in it to chill it (laughs) (laughs) now did you put in uh crushed ice a cup of crushed ice you did cubes cubes Uh all right so that's what we're drinking not very exciting this show yeah i know i'm still working on finding a good a good place for uh some crazy non-alcoholic drinks nice cookinglight.com is not one of them (laughs) Well, yeah, cooking water. Well, actually, yeah, but we were kind of lazy today, and I didn't feel like going out to the store. (laughs) Oh, yeah, there's some better ones you talked about. I think it's fucking awesome. All right, so uh, like I teased just a few minutes ago. You tease. uh, We do have a new contest that we're going to be running, starting with this show. Uh, Basically, just want to know what your favorite toy-related gift was this year. I know it's a little bit late. I'm sure everybody's sick about hearing about Christmas and Hanukkah and the holidays and Kwanzaa and blah, blah, blah. Um, But we want to hear what your favorite thing was that you got, even if you had to get it for yourself. Because later in the show, I'm going to be talking about the favorite toy that I got for myself (laughs) this Christmas. Um, So just let us know that before the end of Toy Fair. So be easy to remember. If you hear that Toy Fair is going on, you know you've got till that Sunday night to get us your, your what was your favorite thing you got for the holidays. And is it by midnight, uh, I don't mountain really. standard time? Or I Easter, just want to make it by the Hawaiian time. <laughs> I don't really worry that much about it. I just want to make it to where if we want to do a toy fair show. Oh, actually, no, I guess I, if we want to do a toy show fair show on that Sunday night or that Monday, you know, to get it out fresh, um, it just needs to be in by then. So. Yeah, maybe before the last day of Toy Fair. How about that? That might work a little bit better. There you go. Uh All right. And what will you win? Pray tell. What will you win? Oh, what will you win? It was one of my favorite things that I did during the holiday season. You will win. And I forget what his name is, of course. What's that say? Chris McVeigh. I can't see where it is. Up here. Oh, sorry. In his domain. Oh, yeah. Chris McVeigh. Okay. Sorry. You will win a custom Death Star ornament from Chris McVeigh. We we covered the first version of this um, when he came out with it a year ago. We covered it last Christmas. And this is the new updated version. And it is ultra cool. I had a blast putting this thing together. Um, it's it's ornament size. Oh, here it is right here. Yeah, where is my cabbage patch? Yeah, from? it's like a... I don't know. I haven't seen it. Maybe mm-hmm. it got put up with the toys for Christmas. Dang it. But uh, um, 
it's really cool. It's smaller than your probably average ornament, average ball ornament, maybe just a little bit. But uh, I mean, the cool thing, the only thing that makes it an ornament is this little attachment at the top. Mm-hmm. So it's actually kind of a cool, like, scaled Lego down Death Lego Death Star. So um, I can put it together for you if you want. That scene, if you just hate putting Legos together, or um, probably how most people would want it is uh, I'll just send you all the pieces. And then there will be a link to the page where you can get the instructions on this week's show notes. I'll also email that to you so you don't have to search for it. But I think it's cool. And especially with like the uh, Lego advent calendar, Mm -hmm. it's kind of a cool scale to fit in with all those little. It it is. It it kind of actually it's works great as a scale for the advent calendar. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely not in scale, but if you're displaying all the stuff you got from that, this would go. Yeah really cool sitting behind them um so yeah just let us know which favorite thing was that you got this holiday toy related at least um it's so weird i'm not i'm so not used to using ie i'm like where's the back button here well you didn't have to use ie you could have no, opened it in i know i just i'm not worried about it all right so toy news let's get it Yay. finally shit Woo. Considering we did the last one last year was the Black Friday one. Yeah. So it was probably a couple weeks before that that we did a full show. Mm -hmm. We haven't covered toy news in almost two and a half months. That's sad. Sounds like everybody survived, though. (laughs) (laughs) People probably miss shit left and right. It probably We're we're not doing a backdated toy news, are we? What? We're not doing a backdated toy news. Like, if you missed it, back in December. (laughs) That's the one nice. I mean, we will be covering some stuff that isn't that new, but I didn't do that. I I eliminated a lot of shit. Yeah, because otherwise it'd be like, sit back, relax, and you'll be sitting here for a while. Yeah, nine hours. All right. First up, con news. We do have a lot of con news that I do want to cover. Uh, first up, BotCon 2012. Registration is still available for BotCon 2012. Um, can you use a coaster? Every time you put that down, it's banging on the microphone. <laughs> oh, I love you. I don't have a coaster. <laughs> Just use your book or something or some tissue over there. Use my book. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot. That's the collector's edition of the Harry Potter book. No, it's just my Harry Potter book. <laughs> um, registration is open for BotCon 2012. It will be taking place in, in Dallas, Texas on April 26th and 29th. We've seen the... <laughs> Entire convention set. And uh, we also have got photos of Gigatron and Octopunch in hand. So, um, very excited. I will be going to BotCon. Woohoo! Yeah, I won't. Yeah, you get your weekend. I do. And you're, you're like, I do! <laughs> we got it planned, shit. <laughs> Wait, so, when is it? Um, <gasps> oh! I think I might be in Vegas with JJ. <gasps> you mean I don't get my weekend to myself when you go on? Oh, okay. And what I didn't think about, Starfest might be that weekend too. 
You never know. Aww. It's usually earlier. April, well, I wouldn't go to Starfest by myself. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Big old pregnant chick walking around. Oh. Well, no. See, I'd go to Starfest by myself if I could drink because I'd sit in the atrium and just get blasted <laughs> and be like, hey, you, come here. Picture. <laughs> you don't even get up. You're like, bend down. All right. Okay. Good. Good picture. So, uh, the convention set, it's kind of been met with mixed reactions. Um, I'm really excited for it. Uh, I love the Gigatron. Uh, I love the uh, uh, bludgeon slash Bonsai-tron mold for him. I think it does work better as bludgeon, but the cool thing is, is I will most likely leave uh, like Gigatron his in his tank mode because that's what's... Yeah, his face is a little goofy. With the rest of the body, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't look very cool. Well, he's supposed to be a fucking badass, and he's got this big dorky smirk on his face. Yeah. Um, We get a shattered glass track, so I get to continue my shattered glass uh, uh, frenzy. Is the BotCon logo usually like that? Which one? That one. This one here? (laughs) No, the half and half face. No, this is for this set. And this is the shattered glass. I don't know if that's the same logo they've always used for shattered glass, but that's shattered glass. That's why the Autobot's purple. But uh, so the tracks is an homage (laughs) to uh, the Diaclone tracks. So when this, when the original G1 toy came out of this, uh-huh. um, and the Diaclone, which pre, uh, predated uh, Transformers, mm-hmm. Trax was red. But when they brought them into the Transformers line, they made them blue. Okay. So, and then we get Soundwave. Like on his face, he's all. <laughs> and uh, Ironhide uh, slash Classics Ratchet Mold. Yeah, I'm not too happy with that choice. Um, Also, these windows are a little weird in the back. Well, the blue windows are kind of weird. See, I like the blue, like translucent windows here. I just don't. They're a lot better than the than the blue you can't see or the blue plastic one. Oh fuck yeah, blue painted or yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, No, definitely. Always should all like blue windows. I love. To me, just so long as the windows are translucent, that's what's important to me. Um, So, kind of goofy. The head's a little long. uh, But, I mean, come on. It's got the cold slither logo on it. So, it's a, quote, G.I. Joe Transformer crossover. Cool. Treadshot is probably the one I'm least enamored about. I like his colors. The colors are great. I'm just not a big Treadshot fan. Don't like the windows. God, I really don't. They just need to be clear. <laughs> really. It might like 
those are Cl- clear. No, like clear. Oh, like regular clear windows. Don't color them. See, I like yeah. colored windows. So it's the jazz mold, which I'm excited about. I like the jazz mold. And then, <gasps> dun, 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 yes, uh, probably my favorite figure from the set is, of course, the evil Autobot Ultra Magnus. And this is using the G2 Laser Prime mold from the Classics line, which I liked myself. I, I really love these kind of like shoulder cannon things that he can have up here. Um, the head is a little funky. I don't, I don't have a link to the head, the enlarged head. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is all clear here, his face. And I, I'm just hoping that it was a prototype and just not a very good shot of it that guy's kind of creepy looking (laughs) yeah and then the one a lot of people were looking forward to was the metal hawk and this is um, a repaint of sky shadow and uh, thunder wing do they both have like a human looking face who the two guys that you just said not ultra uh no no this is a remolded head because this is an homage to the Pretender Metal Hawk, and the Pretender oh. had a human face. Okay. So I think that it's fantastically goofy. I really like this mold, even though most of the plane just sits on his back. You can kind of see here, mm-hmm. like literally his arms and legs just fold out and wham, you have a robot. But... uh I think it's a great use of the mold. The paint looks great on it. So I basically like this set because I think it's goofy as hell. And that's it that's appealing on to the, me. On you the, know? It does look a little more on the... Play school's a little dramatic, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything with the big bright colors, mm-hmm. you know, weird faces, that kind of thing. So. Yeah. More rounded, like they, and maybe it's just the colors, but they seem more bubbly. Yeah. So, um, again, pretty goofy. Hoping that we'll get some cooler because I also need a, I also need a little bit of cool thrown in with my goofy. So I'm hoping we'll get some cool uh, exclusives at the show. Uh, one has already been revealed, and this we have a picture to this. Again, this is another pretender. It's Octopunch. And it uses the sea spray mold. Um, it's supposed to come with a new head. And the pictures shown here aren't with the new head. So, again, big, bright colors, which I, I actually like. I like that maroon with the teal like that. But Seafoam green. Yeah, seafoam green. That's exactly right. And did that not work? I love that some web pages won't let you go back. Uh, TFW's never locked me in like that. I don't know. Oh, maybe something's going on. When I Google a lot of things for Excel, it's all, no, you are back. Like, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The next, uh, so that's the big news for BotCon 2012. I'm excited. I'm going with Shane, comic book dealer. And, and I don't do this enough. I really should be pimping him more because uh, 
I mean, it's just an amazing service to not have to go to a comic store all the time to make sure you get the covers you want. Yeah, his shit goes straight from straight from uh, shipping boxes right into bags and boards. It's not put out into magazine racks and people fondling through them, that kind of stuff. Um, so if you guys do read comics, I, I urge you to take a look at him. Um, he offers discounts, all kinds of different stuff, and he'll be opening a brick-and-mortar store. So I don't think there is anybody here in town that listens to us, at least regularly. Um, but if you do, we'll definitely keep you updated on where he's opening his shop and that kind of thing. And he's he's willing, if you're here in town, he's willing to drive out, deliver your comics to you, meet you somewhere in the middle, whatever, you know. So um, hit him up. It's Bartertown Comics or... I believe it's bartertowncomics.com. It's either bartertowncomics.com or btcomics.com. Way to know. Yeah. Way, well, way to plug that shit. It, what's not? I don't even have to visit his website. <laughs> he knows what I want. He just brings that shit to my house. It's he awesome. brings it. <laughs> yeah, he brings okay. it. That's right. All right. They've already announced details for PowerCon slash ThunderCon 2012. It'll be in Torrance, California on September 22nd and 23rd. So, uh, going to be back in LA again. Torrance is about 10 miles south of LAX, so not hard to get to if you have to fly in. Um, from what I heard, you know, if you're a Masters fan. Is that his website? Oh, yeah. So it is com. Oh, his fucking PayPal is btcomics at yahoo.com. That's what made me think of the BT. Oh. Um, so from what I saw and I watched every panel that was recorded and posted from PowerCon, because I really wish I could have gone, it looked like an amazing time for Masters fans. Uh, not so much for Thundercats fans. So if you're thinking you're going to it because you're going to get tons of Thundercats programming... Sorry. That was the one complaint was it really seemed like a master's con with a little bit of Thundercats, but um, Canadian, well, they're just starting to get back big again. Yeah. Too. Well, yeah. I mean, He-Man's had what? Four cartoons now, five cartoons. Yeah. Four. Um, they've had four cartoons. They've had three different toy lines you yeah. know thundercats have just starting to have two cartoons just starting to have two toy lines so. yeah um canadian joe con has also been announced it's going to be in toronto jesus toronto <laughs> on august <laughs> i was 10th. wondering i'm like toronto <laughs> on august 10th and 11th um also in toronto on april 1st <laughs> is going to be the first ever and first annual HeCon. So they're going to have a Canadian Masters of the Universe con. Ooh. I'm really wishing I lived in Toronto. Because <laughs> uh, I want to say that there's a transform, like a bigger, not a bigger, but there's a, yeah, TFCon is in uh, Toronto too, I believe. Anyways. Um, maybe, maybe, Miss McFavorite. Oh. Would you be down for moving to Canada? A. <laughs> A. A. <laughs> uh, let's see. Next up, San Diego Comic-Con issues 
or uh, starts member IDs, I should say. They're not issuing them. You need to go sign up for them. So from now on, if you want to go to Comic-Con, you need to have a member ID. So they're asking everybody to please go sign up for that now because when tickets go on sale for this year, if you don't have a member ID, you're going to have to first go sign up for that. Then you're going to have to go sign up. Then you'll be able to go buy tickets. And then by that time, because I'm sure the website's going to be bogged down. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Uh, I signed up both. uh, You can sign up as whatever you were. So if you're a professional, press, whatever, you sign up under your individual registration. I did both. I did our pro, and then I just did a regular registration, too, just in case, you know, we didn't get pro some year. Yeah. so definitely go do that if you're interested in going to Comic-Con. It's free. It just takes a couple minutes. It's no big deal. Uh, roll out. That's all we're saying about Comic-Con because we're not going. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all they've announced. I mean, there really hasn't been anything. But yeah, like we said on our last show, after four years in a row, we're going to miss a Comic-Con. That's all right. Yeah, it'll but be fun. We'll we'll be there next year. Yeah. I'll be so, knocking people down with the stroller. You're going to try to take the kid there at fucking one year old? I saw people there. I stood in line with a chick that had a like four month old or something really? like that. Yeah. Oh, crazy. We'll have to make sure Mark and Kenga are okay with <laughs> babies at the house. Probably uh, not. <laughs> <laughs> roll out, roll call tickets are now available. Uh, this is the UK's largest G.I. Joe and Transformers convention. Uh, uh, what's on your, it's the official convention of What's on Joe Mind. And uh, it is taking place in Southampton, March 10th and 11th. So if you haven't made plans to go to that yet, you're probably not going. Um, SAVCON schedule and pre-registration is available. This is the first and only Savannah, Georgia Transformers convention. It takes place June 23rd and 24th. Um, next up, not really uh, official con news, but I thought this was kind of interesting. Uh, there was a post over on Joe Battle Lines um, that talked about there it, there might be the possibility of another O-ring uh, convention set. So the club put on there for them, you know, that this is that this is a possibility. Would people be in- interested? And uh, Granted, this is a little tiny site, Joe Battle Lines. Um, but they did their own little poll. Uh, no one said um, that they would buy the set simply because it was O-Ring. One person said um, they would buy the set only because it's the yearly concept. And then five people said they'd have to see it before they bought it. And five people said they would... They would not buy it because it is an O-ring set. So, again, that's not a very big sampling. Only uh, 11 people there. But it's pretty crazy that, you know, no one was that dedicated to O-ring to say I'd buy it sight unseen. And it's crazy to see that half of the people said they wouldn't buy it because it's O-ring. Yeah. That's crazy to see how many people have transitioned to the modern era you know, body type. All right. So that's 
Con news. Uh, next up, I didn't feel like spreading this out. I shouldn't have done that many news articles. What? Uh, but uh, Masters of the Universe classic news. I just grouped this all together. So uh, first up, thanks to JD, we have a link to an awesome the first part of an awesome interview with Nathan Bittner. He's the kid that uh, originally uh, designed uh, the Fearless Photog, mm -hmm. which was the fan's choice figure way back in the day. So awesome article that it explains, you know, how the contest was run back then, how he was notified. The crazy thing was uh, it talked about like how like famous he got like i didn't realize he was on good morning america and shit like this that oh, was, wow. it was picked up this contest was picked up by like a bunch of big news or agencies and stuff and it was it was interesting to find out like how the kids in his school treated him this kind of stuff you know so definitely go read that it it was definitely worth it and i haven't seen part two yet but uh we'll make sure to report on that so thanks jd for sending that um he-man skeletor battle cat and panthor will be available all year so all year. this is the <gasps> first time a masters of the universe figure has been guaranteed to be available so if you need any of those don't worry just buy it you know, when you're buying something else during the year. Uh, Heman.org ran a bunch of polls this uh, uh, at the end of this year. I think it was like nine or something like that. And we finally have the results of those. Uh, first up, are you looking forward to Drago Man, the uh, uh, Four Horsemen's contribution to 30th anniversary subline? So uh, here's the difference in fan sites. 1,100 people voted in this <laughs> one. 75% uh, said yes, 14 were indifferent, and 11% said no. So I'm sure those 11% are just people that don't want to see new characters. You know, they're yeah. like, that's taking up money or slots for them. Um, slots. Slots. Uh, next one was: Do you want Mattel to make Illumina in the Mo Motuk line? Um, so Illumina was a character. I don't know if she was quote designed by Val, but she they created. Um, they it was a character created for the comic that Val and Emiliano were doing. Um, so. 1,200 fans voted in this. 57% said yes. 25% was indifferent. And 18% told Val to go fuck himself in his Illumina. Wow. <laughs> that, I, I, you got to go to the website, check it out. It really says that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. Um, I would love for something like that to be said on there, but... Yeah, she was also the winner of the He-Man.org character fan poll. So, um, are you looking forward to the Fearless Photog? Um, 12, almost 1,300 voted in this. 50% said yes, 18 were indifferent, and 32% said no. Wow. So, I'm looking forward to it because it's a part of Master's history. Mm -hmm. But... 
I mean, it, not a lot of people collect for that reason. They collect for nostalgia, things mm-hmm. that they remember. And if they don't remember this contest, like I remember this contest. If they don't remember this contest, why would they give a shit? Right. It's a pretty goofy looking figure, in my opinion. Um, but you that's why I'm excited. Sometime, not right this second. Okay. Uh, You're like, okay, I will. (laughs) So 50% said yes, 18 were indifferent, and 32% said no. I already said that, didn't I? Yes, you did. Uh, And then I cut you off, like (laughs) I'm doing right now. (laughs) (laughs) Next up, are you looking forward to the Star Sisters 3-pack? So 1,400 fans voted in this. Do they just, I'm like, are they just increasing the fan count with each one? 40% 40% said yes, 40% said no, and 20% were indifferent. Um, this one I'm not looking forward to. I don't know who they were. I'm not a huge Princess of Power uh, fan. Um, and, you know, they're one of those that, as I start to, like I say, start reducing my collection. My full Masters of the Universe Classics line is going to be one of the last thing to be touched. But I'm sure at some point I'm going to have to start start selling off figures from it. And Star Sisters will be, so far, would be the first thing I would sell from it. And just take a loss, you know. But who knows? Maybe by the time I get around to having to sell them, then I'd have to, then they'll be worth a lot. Because no one wanted them in the first place. Um, let's see are you looking forward to the mighty specter Scott Knightlick's contribution to the 30th anniversary line this was kind of surprising to me uh, 1200 fans voted 59% said oh no not surprising wow I read this wrong 59% said no 21% said they were indifferent and 20% said yes I thought Aww. I thought it was reverse, so that doesn't surprise me because it's it's bad. Um, but again, this is now part of Masters history. You know, okay. this is this is the man responsible for bringing us this amazing line that has just, whether good or bad, has just given us hours and hours of discussions online podcast you Mm -hmm. know there's a whole podcast that's almost primarily based on this line there's no other news coming out right now um and this is the guy that did it this is the figure that he entered in that contest and whether it won or it sucked or whatever it's him you know it's his contribution and people said oh well he was a palace guard because remember the palace guard Mm two-pack they made him one of the palace guards like the face sculpt is kind of like him and then it has its name um but i think this is a great homage to him and i'll be happy to have him on my shelf and even when I start liquidating stuff, this was this would probably be a figure I'd keep for a while, just because of the historical aspect of it. Um, let's see. How did having Shadow Weaver as a 2012 club exclusive impact your decision to getting a club subscription? So uh, 1,150 people voted. 50% of fans said... Uh, 
it didn't after said it didn't alter their decision oh. and they were going to subscribe anyway. 18% of fans said having her as the exclusive convinced them to subscribe. 13% it didn't matter as they had no plans to, to subscribe. And 11% that 11% said they wanted that Shadow Weaver figure, but having her as an exclusive turned them off to subscribing. And only 1% said they didn't want Shadow Weaver, so she turned them off to subscribing. And then there was a little piece... No, I'm not going to go there. I'm over it. <laughs> I should have been having you read the whole, all of them. That was awesome. I'd like to hear it. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what I kind of expected there. I was going to subscribe anyways. It didn't convince me to subscribe. Uh, but that's pretty crazy. Uh, 18% said it literally convinced them. <laughs> um, let's you see. see that figure, too. <laughs> so last up, they did the best and worst of the line for 2011. Uh, let's see. First up, best of was honorable mention Swift Wind. Fifth place was, I'm going to read Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I just said I should have you read them, and then I just started going um, on. Fifth place was Catra. Fourth place was Queen Marlena and Springer. The and Cringer. Cringer. The, uh, the Comic-Con yeah, exclusive. <laughs> Third place is Vicor. Second place is Wind Raider, and first place is Many Faces. Manny Faces. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. I mean, it's Manny Faces was definitely one of my favorite. The Wind Raider was, eh, I just don't like that freaking vehicle very much. You know, mm -hmm. again, I have one to be a completist, but. Um, and then the worst of 2011, the dishonorable mention was Battleground Tila, which I agree. I kind of hated that figure. Well, is that bikini Tila, the blonde chick? Remember, she was at Comic-Con. You got a button that says, I got this from Battleground Tila or something. Or I met Battleground Tila oh, at the Mattel booth yeah. at Oh, Comic -Con. I got a picture with her, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Or who... I'm yeah, just not. Was, in, I don't know. I'm not big into bikini figures myself. I know. Fifth place was Bubble Power Shira. I don't even remember seeing this. That's her. It's the Shira they made that could ride Swiftwind because the original one they made couldn't ride Swiftwind. Aw. Fourth place was Zodak versus Hal Jordan two pack. And I don't know what people had a problem with that about. I mean, but. You like Hal Jordan. Yeah, that's so. true, but... And third place is I Icarus. Icarus, thank you. Second place is Pre-Eternia Disguise He-Man. And first place is She-Ra versus Supergirl. So I don't know if the She-Ra just got the worst thing because they... they they're, I think the timing was right that they could have used the new She-Ra and they didn't mm -hmm. or something like that. Um, it's pretty sad that last year's exclusive, the Preternia the pre pre Disguise He-Man was the second most hated. But again, I, I am just, isn't I'm a, that, I'm a sucker for like. One? Isn't that just Prince Adam? 
Yeah, it's Prince Adam in like a cloak and a little mask. It's from a it's from a mini comic. And see, and that's I excuse me. I guess that's my thing. It's I like obscure shit. I like that you know everybody's like, oh, the Dreadnoughts seven pack, the new GI Joe seven packs is way better than the Marauders. I like how obscure the Marauders seven pack is, you know, mm-hmm. but. Anyways, so that was interesting. That was kind of cool that, that they ran so many polls, and I just wanted to make sure everybody. Yeah, oh, the button's just not clicking very well. Uh, Maddie Collector also has had a lot of issues. I'm sure <laughs> if you're a fan, you know, um, with shipping schedules. So they have kind of got a revised shipping schedule. Um, so everybody thought January was going to be really heavy, so they pushed the Star Sisters to February. Well, now the Star Sisters are back into February, but they pushed the two figures for this month to February, as well as pushing the Voltron to February. And uh, we'll talk about why they're doing all this in a second. So in February now, we are going to get Sorceress, Fisto, Fearless Photog, if you're a 30th, and then Shadow Weaver and Preternia Map. So um, what's crazy about this is, okay, so I have two regular subs, so that's $80 right there. Then I have one 30th sub, so that's $100. And then now the Voltron is in February as well, so that's another $50. We're having a baby too. I know. I know. Trust me. Like I say, I'm, I'm either going to piece out my second subscription. How about this? If anyone's interested, again, you would have to pay like double shipping because I would make you pay half of my shipping that it takes to get the stuff here. And then you would have to pay me to ship it. But I'll put this out there right now. If anyone's interested in picking up my sub, let me know. We can kind of talk price and, you know, how things might work. But I've I've decided I don't want a carded set and a loose set. I obviously do not have room for it and I do not have money anymore for and, it. And Maddie apparently does not have a delete button <laughs> yeah. or a cancel button. Yeah, even though nothing is shipped so far. But I can understand that. They've told us way in ahead of time. So all that shit is February. And then in March, we get Cobra Khan. One figure. <laughs> Granted, he's one of my favorite Good. figures. But uh, May, Stinkor, Slushhead, and then non-subscription item, the Snake Mountain Stands. And then June, Horde Prime, Snake Man at Arms, and the Mighty Spector. July, one of my most favorite and most anticipated things is the Griffin. And then uh, New York Toy Fair, they'll be revealing that month's figure and the 30th figure for that month. So that's basically your revised Motuk schedule. And then uh, I link to it here, but uh, Toy Guru finally sent out a huge update, ridiculously long. Um, basically addresses the Demo Man and the scheduling issues. So what happened with Demo Man is uh, um, because he was part of the 2011 sub, they had to sell him in 2011. Well, they hadn't received their entire shipment. So they shipped it to some people. 
and not to others. Well, if they didn't ship you your Demo Man, they weren't going to ship you the Sorceress separately. Uh, the Sorceress, the Battleground Evil Lynn, which was the same month figure. And so, huge fiasco. They never quite said why they didn't know where the shipments were. Um, but long story short is they are never going to sell another figure unless it's fully in stock. And that's what's caused the huge issue with this year's schedule changes. <laughs> um, so I guess that's good. We shouldn't have the, where's mine? This guy got it and I didn't. But um, we're also going to have schedule changes is basically what he said, whether we like it or not. Um, and then uh, they talked about the Wind Raider performance that... Um, it just did okay because of all the tooling that went into it. So he basically said it was really expensive for us to make and it didn't sell out in one day. So it didn't do as good as we would hoped. So, and they said that more vehicles are not off, you know, they're not off their radar, but there will not be one for 2013 for 2012 and if they do have one for 2013, it would possibly be part of the subscription since that's the way they're going towards is subscription, primarily subscription-based. Um, and then last up, customer service. He vowed once again. I mean, this has got to be the eighth time he said we're going to try to improve our customer service, and they're just not doing it. Uh, Poe Ghostel got a his wife bought him a Wind Raider because he wasn't going to buy it for himself, so his wife got it. Well, after reading a review on uh, Michael Crawford's site, he noticed that his didn't have the two guns on the bottom. So they called customer service and they're like, customer service, like, okay, well, you know, you need to send yours in and we'll get you another one sent out. So it's the thing you have to do to send something back to Maddie is ridiculous. I'm not even going to go over it. It was so bad, but it's not like you can just box it up and send it back unless you want to pay shipping. You know, this is if you want to go with their paid return shipping. Um, and so they're like, we won't send you another one till we receive your old one back. So he sent it off. He called and he wanted to confirm, you know, that uh, uh, that they got the tracking and all that. And they said, yeah, it'll be refunded as soon as we receive it. And he's like, no, I don't want it to be refunded. I want a new one. And they're like, oh, we don't have any more. So all we can do is refund your money. And in this statement, he must have heard about this or must have been other fans that ran into the same thing. He's like, we always keep customers, we always keep an uh, extra customer service stock for issues just like this. And so basically what it turned out is Paul just didn't, uh, or Paul, Poe, just didn't uh, escalate it enough. Like, if he would have bitched more, he would have gotten it. And it's like, God damn, you know, what a bunch of bullshit. So we'll see how that works out in the new year. So if you're not a Masters fan, sorry for all that news. Next up, G.I. Joe retaliation date is set to be May 28th, and we've got a general product list. No case breakdowns for the action figures yet, but... So a bunch of goofy stuff that you can think of. Uh, blaster, Blade of Justice, 10-inch Battle Kata Battlers, 
which I'm like, Jesus Christ. So if you're interested, go take a look at that. Um, Legoland is looking to expand their Star Wars area. So this is kind of cool. They're going to be... uh, I'm trying to remember their Star Wars area. We weren't there. It's a new thing that they put in last year. Oh, well, that would be why I don't remember it. (laughs) Um, Remember the little miniature walk we did where it had a little miniature Las Mm -hmm. Vegas? On that walk is where they put a bunch of Star Wars dioramas. Oh. As far as I can, as far as I could tell from videos. I mean, I could be wrong. I haven't been there. Um. Uh, let's see. They're going to start doing a bunch of three foot tall Lego models, uh, about a dozen characters from um, from the whole saga. So that'll be kind of cute to see three mm-hmm. foot tall ones. Um, they're uh, also going to expand the mini land. And this is what I was talking about. This is a one. I didn't realize they built a scale, which is awesome. This is all one twentieth scale. Um, and then, uh, the scenes that they're going to be adding, they're going to do rebel soldiers trapped in a net, uh, set by the Ewoks on indoor, uh, starfighter hovering over a landing pad in Mustafar, three ATRT walkers on a reconnaissance mission on Kashyyyk, an ion cannon firing a particle beam on Hoth, which I'm excited about. I love that big old ion cannon. And then a sand crawler trolling across the sands of Tatooine. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so that'll be fun. We'll have to, that's what we'll have to do our our first year back to Comic-Con next year is we'll have to make sure we leave enough time to go to Legoland. That'd be fun. Go check it out. Um, also, Lego news, I'll just tack on here. Uh, the... Uh, you know how they have the Lego games uh-huh. that you kind of you build and then you can play. They're going to be doing a Battle of Hoth Lego oh. game. So I've been wanting to get one of these games, and now it's even awesomer. That's going to be Hoth. I mean, check out this little Tadat, little ATST. Oh boy! And then all the little little uh, little picks. yeah, they're little mini the. Game pieces are smaller Uh than the regular minifigs. They're just a head and a body, and that's it. Aw. Yeah, I'm excited for that. So that's going to be coming out in February. Um, New Transformers Prime and Cyberverse figures have been uh, um, revealed, I guess, for lack of a better word. Um, So, I mean, nothing huge. Uh, there's a new um, a bumblebee repaint that kind of looks like uh, kind of looks like hot rod or not hot rod. Um, that other one. hot shot <laughs> kind of looks like hot shot. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean these aren't very very exciting, unfortunately. So if you're interested in those, go take a look. Uh, what's really cool, what I like, and and we'll be reviewing something similar to this later on, is the uh, bot shots. So these are, and where the hell are they on here? Oh, here. Well, so these are little <laughs> tiny, super deformed 
uh, oh, Transformers. Yeah. Um, so we've got a Sentinel Prime, which doesn't look very impressive because it's basically all red. Uh, movie Bumblebee, Movie Prime, Movie Barricade. And then this is weird. I mean, it looks like a movie Starscream, but with his G1 paint scheme with the red on his wings. Um, it's just an artist painting so far. They do have the Bumblebee, and I guess that's Megatron there. But it looks like a Transformers Prime Megatron. Or not a Prime. Uh, yeah. Uh, what I like, the Prime is very cool. Because he comes with this big trailer. Mm-hmm. That he can sit in in little like battle mode. But then he's a regular Prime with a little mini trailer. It's so cute. Yeah. So Aww. those are going to be cheap too. They're going to be four bucks a piece. So... I'm definitely not going to go complete us, but I'll pick up some of my favorites. Um, interesting thing about all these reveals um, is that they are changing the names of some of the classes. So last year we had the change from Legends to Legion and from Scout to Cyberverse. And What's weird is the Cyberverse includes the new Legions, which were Legends. So that was kind of weird. And then this year, from what it looks like, and again, maybe this is just in this line, they're changing Voyagers, which we've had since like Cybertron or something is when they originally started calling them Voyagers like eight years ago. They're changing those to Powerizers. And then, and my thing, my thought is that's just the gimmick because the prime that we've seen uh-huh. has a light up gimmick. And then they're changing the deluxes to revealers. I'm like, revealers? Really? So, so we now have powerizers, revealers, cyberverse, and legion. I don't know. That doesn't make much sense to me, but. <laughs> What are, you're just having fun with it. You're just like, you are completely geeking out. Um, I don't know what these are. That's just, just so weird. <laughs> so the, we get an in-hand look at Powerizer Prime. So it's the Voyager Prime with some translucent plastic and light-up effect. Nothing really exciting. He does get some new accessories. He comes with the sword. I kind of like that. But, yeah. Um, and then we also have a link to an unmasked Cyberverse Optimus Prime variant. This is kind of cool, actually. Is uh, There's one that has the battle mask and one that has his weird nose and lips. He's all... <laughs> the no nose, I should say, and lips. Remind, the face looks like uh, the Labyrinth doorknobs. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's kind of making one of those faces. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where they're, uh, are you talking about the knockers? Yeah, I'm sorry. The knockers. Uh, yeah, where yeah. they're fucking like, because she's trying to put yeah. the knocker in their mouth. Um, so uh, General Joe's posted some amazing uh, concept artwork for G.I. Joe. So we got to see... Uh, Got to see four new environment scenes. 
pretty cool. So that snow one's tight. They're kind of they're invading a, a snow base for Cobra. So you get all the Joe. Looks like they're invading Hoth. <laughs> exactly. And then uh, this is like a desert scene, and then we get an urban one. So uh, these uh, concepts show a lot of vehicles we did get, and it does show some vehicles it looks like we might have gotten as well. Might be getting? No, these. this is old concept oh. art for the Pursuit of Cobra line. Sorry. And 30th anniversary, we get some looks at some of the logos that could have been. I freaking love this. I love that somebody's job was to design that logo. I'm like, that's what I need to be doing. Uh, new G.I. Joe logos. They wanted to incorporate the eagle. So this is kind of cool. We get like the ninja ones down there. I like um, the middle one. The top middle one. The top middle one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That one was tight. And then get new G.I. Joe. This one's Renegades, but a bunch of weird G.I. Joe logos. I mean, I love that one. Looks like a sports team. It does. So go take a look at these um, uh, at the show notes, I guess. TF Club exclusives uh, look to be on sale the last week of January. That is if things don't get pushed back again. So this is the exclusive Runabout and the Shattered Glass Drift. So you need to make sure that you are a member of the club in order to receive these. Um, they also sent out a quick update about the FSS, the Figure Subscription Service. And that's had continued delays, and unfortunately, they don't have an ETA right now when they're going to have the sign-up for that open. Um, and they've been pretty quiet about it since that update, and that was almost a month ago. So I'd assume we're going to get through the G.I. Joe or the Transformer Club exclusives, and then they'll do this somewhere down the road. Because the exclusives, they were having to wait until they launched the BotCon registration. Mm -hmm. So um, last up in uh, at least regular toy news, we've got a life-size Darth Maul giveaway. That's right. If Ooh. you've seen any of the new figures, any of the new vintage line or movie figures, they're coming with a sticker featuring Darth Maul, and it'll actually be signed by George Lucas. Somewhere. On yeah, the cape. I'm like black sharpie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, and just looking at the picture, I'm like, that would be perfect. Right on the to arm. sign it in red, like the same red as his his face. Yeah, that would be pretty awesome. It'd be like kind of like an artist's signature. The mall's cool. I fucking like them. I don't know where we would put them, especially now that the basement's going to be a nursery. <laughs> bedroom and nursery yeah. could replace the squirrel oh yeah that yeah, yeah jj that's would love moving that every time she goes. she's <laughs> like fucking serious <laughs> so um there's also other prizes you do not have to buy anything you can go um there's instructions on how to enter on the website on the on the official website of the promotion which we've linked to so if you want a life-size Darth Maul, enter. If you win, let us know. Take some good pictures of it. 
All right, next up, fan-made projects. Uh, Spy Monkey Armory Series 1. I am so freaking excited for this, it's not even funny. So we've talked about Spy Monkey's accessories before. I always thought they looked a little too big. You know, they're a little pricey for what you got. Um, So their new Series 1, one, it introduces... Oh, your thing just froze. It's fine. No. What are you talking about? The browser just froze. Oh, I'm like, no, it's still recording. (laughs) Oh, no. Anyways, um, so uh, I always thought that they were a little too expensive um, for what you got, but their new series is going to be based on the Glio system, Mm -hmm. so... uh, It'll be compatible with Glios and Outer Spacemen. Um, And what's cool is making them Glios compatible is all the different pieces of it come apart. So you have, um, I think there's two shields, a sword, and an axe that you get for 20 bucks. So that's not bad. Four accessories for 20 bucks. Mm -hmm. And so like on the sword, you can take the handle off and put a, put the ax handle on it. So it's an extra long one. Um, there's a little Eagle head and a little claw that's at the bottom ones at the bottom of the ax and ones at the bottom of the sword. Well, you can put that Eagle head on the shield. If you want, the shield has little spikes on it that you could put at the bottom of your sword. If you want to have your sword, have a spike at the, you know, they just show tons of different, uh, uh, examples of how you can use this and I really wish I could show you them but Internet Explorer is a piece of yeah. shit you about ready for a break anyways yeah <laughs> were you trying to be funny with that well the browser was definitely ready for a break well yeah actually we need a break because now the show notes aren't up so <laughs> alright well we're going to go ahead and take a break and uh, we'll be right back with a few more fan made projects and then we'll get into the store report see you in a minute peace there's the Autobot defense space but where are the Autobots who cares Decepticons are gone oh no look Introducing the Autobots Omega Supreme Defense Base. It comes with a motorized tank with flashing turret lights. Decepticons! Counterattack Omega Supreme! Defense <laughs> Omega Supreme will stop them! Robots in disguise! Omega Supreme is invincible! Transformers! The Transformers sold separately. Right, guys, welcome back. Thanks for taking that impromptu break with us <laughs> we actually ate dinner during that break once we fixed that's the why insurance. i was pushing for it yeah she's like i'm hungry <laughs> i like three more things but anyway so we got three more fan-made projects here to talk about uh next up was fan toys fto2 acoustic wave so this is a oh crap and i literally meant to link there's better pictures of this already. Um, but uh, <laughs> this is the Masterpiece Sound Wave, essentially. So this is going to be the size of that big prime. A uh-huh. little bit smaller. Um, it is the traditional cassette tape or cassette player. 
Yeah, there you go. Tape <laughs> slash cassette. <laughs> I'm like, uh, that thing that no longer exists. <laughs> <laughs> it does come with the sound uh, with a laser beak, so that's cool that you're going to be able to put cassettes in it, and that they're going to produce the cassettes as well. Um, again, it's uh, just under liter size, so it's it's going to be good size, and I think it looks awesome. Again, the prototypes with the outlined, with the outlined detail always makes it look really good. So definitely have to wait to see what it looks like painted. But seriously, I would love to just buy one of those with the primer. <clears throat> I really would. You can. I mean, I but. don't want to pay two hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> for it. I would like to pay what you pay at the store for one that's primer. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, we could always primer it and then. You just paint in the detail. Just take a little black sharpie and draw along the lines. Okay, we'll find one at the at the garage at a garage sale. <laughs> and do that up. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, uh, Toy World's Hegemon. I haven't heard anyone try to pronounce this, so I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. But uh, basically, it is a G1 Megatron. So do you remember my G1 Megatron that I had out here? Mm -hmm. So that's its alt mode. Looks awesome, man. Did Some... he always have a scope on him? Yeah. Yeah, probably the one out here didn't have the scope. Yeah. In the package, he doesn't have a scope on him. Um, but he does come with the scope because the scope is uh, Megatron's... Uh, Cannon. Cannon, exactly. So, and they even show it here with extra accessories. So, it's going to come with like a little light sword. It will come with his mace, made famous in uh, the cartoon. And uh, it'll come with his silencer and stock. And the stock's kind of weird. I'm not a big, huge fan of the stock, but the silencer looks cool. Oh, yeah, that does look cool. Now you just don't know if that's a kid's hand or not. That's that what I'm looks curious. like a kid's hand. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Uh -huh. So, um, but or a woman's hand. <laughs> not to say that kids' hands are feminine, but they're about the same size. So you can see his size comparison. So that's my prime <laughs> that I have. Crab walking. go. <laughs> 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 so he's gonna be pretty damn good size i mean oh, he's, he's pretty cool looking yeah i mean he's bigger than so that's a voyager right there okay so he's bigger than a voyager and uh he's actually up for order right now he's a hundred bucks um it's especially being a new company it's one where i would love to have this but i would definitely have to see a review of them So, pretty, pretty cool, cool looking, nice modern update to them. Um, and then lastly, Cobra Stickers, uh, they announced their new, uh, what they're going to be working on in 2012. And a couple of them that uh, uh, really caught my eye is a Thundercracker custom and a Skywarp custom for the Sky Striker. So you got the, and they're also doing Starscream. So if you didn't get the uh, 
San Diego Comic-Con version. You'll be able to get their Starscream custom set and mm-hmm. make a Starscream. But you'll also be able to do Skywarp and Thundercracker. So that made me want to go look and see if you could still get Sky Strikers for 20 bucks on Amazon. And of course you can't now. That must have been only a Christmas <clears throat> special kind of thing. But So... Very cool, very cool. I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait to see what those look like. So that was it for news. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get into the store report. Uh, new sightings. Uh, new Star Wars stuff has been hitting. So the new Phantom Menace wave, we've seen it once, not a full wave, just some of the figures. Um, they're doing a reset at Toys R Us where they're putting up a new signage. And then uh, these were also spotted at Toys R Us, new titanium vehicles. Um, So uh, they had said that the titanium line was dead, and now they're putting out they're putting them out again. Again, I don't think these are new. I think these are uh, just the same molds, just in different packaging. So forty three bucks a pop. No, I don't. I don't think that's the right price. I oh, mean, these no. were five bucks a piece back then, so maybe twenty bucks for the three pack nowadays. Oh, so that that price tag must be for the shit. I underneath. think this is wrong too. It looks like what he did was he just he he uh, lined oh, them up so them up. he could get a good picture of them. Um, and then also at Toys R Us was prequel oh, vehicles yeah. in vintage boxes god i fucking hate this yeah this is why i'm i'm gonna be that's already been decided i'm gonna sell off all my prequel vintage figures it's not vintage i i'm sorry exactly that's i know it's vintage style packaging i mean i know that like you know the real slim shady is on back in the day cafe but I mean, it's about the same time <laughs> to you, that it's not back in the day. Kevin. It's not <laughs> like the shit we're listening to right now is back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> and then they also, they're not signed, but they also had framed vintage or uh, framed official pics photos. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that is I cool. like that mall picture. See, I wish he fucking, I wish he would take a picture so we could see the price, but yeah. Whatever. But yeah, you can see that, like what you said, he was lining them up probably yeah. in the best spot that he could get them all. Get a good shelf picture. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Um, again, the the launch date for the new toys is supposed to be January 30th. Originally, it's thought that Hasbro said that they didn't care about the street date, but in a um, recent message, Q&A something, they said no. January 30th is the street date. That's what our boxes say. And retailers shouldn't be putting them out before January 30th. Well, but who pays attention to that? Exactly. Shit, if I was a store manager, I'd be like, whatever. I need to put Star Wars product and I'm not going to order old product to put out. You know? Yeah. But at the same time, you don't have that shit in your register. So you're still not getting rid of it. Unless if you have that person at the counter that doesn't give a shit and is like, how much was it? Okay, and then they manually key it in. Well, and a lot of stores set that separately. Walmart's one of the only, or I shouldn't say one of the only, but Walmart's the big one to where their main offices manages all their computers. 
so that's why when they put it out early at Walmart and they and it won't scan most of the time they'll say sorry we can't sell this to you because oh. it's not the store managers that do that it's their corporate that's that's what makes Walmart like this well-oiled machine that can uh, uh, price things so low is they take they have all this data worldwide about what their stores do. Mm-hmm. Their stores automatically reorder, like store managers don't manage Nobody inventory. Does inventory yeah, or stuff like that. They hit a certain level based on all the logic that's put in at the main office. It'll uh-huh. order however many that store needs, and the store just gets a, a printout of everything, all the new inventory. Crazy. So, uh, the other thing, this is an exclusive. This is the Star Tour Star Speeder 1000 vehicle playset. <gasps> and didn't you say Excuse that uh, Nicole actually saw this too? Mm-hmm. I think so. And I wanted to hold off because I don't want to buy it till I actually ride the ride. But this is this is the new Star Tour Star Speeder. Um, it actually holds nine figures and a driver, so that's cool. It works with three and three quarter. The one I got when we were there um, was just kind of a scale model of it, for lack uh-huh. of a better word. But you couldn't do anything with it, right? Yeah. Other than push it around and go. Vroom. Yeah, exactly. This is actually <laughs> a three and three quarter playset. Oh, and it's all got the screen and everything. Yeah, How the, cute. The I mean, screen, you can uh, switch out for the four different destinations that <laughs> the new Star Tours ride goes to. That's adorable. Yeah, so the R2 is not removable, but he's what you press for sound effects. <laughs> Very so cool. yeah, I'm excited for that. But again, I don't want. I want to get it when we go there. Yeah. Unless I hear that it sells out, or they're only doing it one year, then I might have Nicole pick it up for me. So, because that other Star Tours one was there for a while. I mean that yeah. they've had that one forever. <clears throat> All right, that's it for store report. We'll go right into online new items and feature pre-orders. So this is something that happened during December that we didn't get to address. Hasbro actually finally cracked down on people selling their intellectual selling knockoffs for lack of a better word of their intellectual property. So the biggest the biggest takedown was KO Toys. They literally KO Toys went from a site that probably had easily 5 to 600 products mm-hmm. to having like 20. So, uh, yeah, because it's KO Toys. It's all anything that was based. So this is how it kind of broke down is it seems like anything that's based on one of their characters or or used one of their molds or had the name, the exact name they had to remove. So they still have third party stuff like they they have the knockoff fans projects. They have the net. They have uh, fans project armors. They have the knockoff X trans bots uh, power glide. Mm-hmm. So they they're allowed to have the knockoff items in there, and then they have items that don't have anything to do with transformers. But that's it. Um, why I thought this was curious is uh, I had some guy on uh, on uh, either Twitter or Facebook. Uh, 
message me like, uh, do you know where to get uh, Justy toys? So they're the people that did the world's smallest transformer mm-hmm. Dinobots, and they've done world's smallest transformer uh, Blaster and Shockwave and some of these other guys. And I was like, yeah, TF source. So I, and before I responded to him, I went and checked. All of that stuff has been removed. It all says it's out of stock. Nothing's available. Wow. Um, and I looked at Big Bad Toy Store. Big Bad Toy Store doesn't have anything on there. So it looks like what they did, and it's weird that these stores aren't speaking up about this or that somebody that knows somebody from these stores that there hasn't been more on this is anything that's in the likeness so like the world's smallest transformers mm-hmm. direct knockoffs obviously like they've told people to remove these things from their stores so uh they're not ca- carrying justy toys the only place i could find them was at robot kingdom it's a british store that you can still get them at wow so, yeah that's pretty crazy and they can't reach out that far I don't know what it is. I don't know if maybe um, maybe uh, Hasbro doesn't order from, maybe Robot Kingdom doesn't get from Hasbro US. They get from Hasbro UK. Oh. So they're like, oh, I don't give a shit, you know, mm-hmm. or Hasbro UK hasn't done the same thing. I'm not it's quite crazy. sure why that is, but. Yeah, so that was interesting. It kind of sucks that KO Toys was gone. I got a lot of cool stuff from there, even though it's the bane of Saber's existence or Bruce's existence Broody. when he was when he was collecting. <laughs> uh, Master Shooter. These were the guys that did uh, little uh, Target Masters. Uh, they did the Megatron one and the Brown King last year. This is their series two, so they're doing more, uh, uh, more familiar target masters. So these are lots. These are very similar to the generation one target masters, and they're specifically meant to go with um, with your hot rod uh, or your Rodimus Prime, your Cup Blur, and shit. Who had the other one? Does it say on here? who they'd go with damn it i can't think of who had the other one um but anyways uh i linked to um i linked to captured praise uh listing of it because what's cool is for uh, at least for a while supplies last if you order the set on captured prey they're going to give you a free mega gun or brown king which were the megatron target masters that they did last year so i thought that was cool and maybe when i get off of uh get off of my toy buying embargo i might be picking these up (laughs) i love how i just get the evil grin (laughs) anytime i say i'm buying toys trust me i will start selling toys I will start selling toys. Anyways, Impossible Toys. <laughs> uh, Impossible Toys put uh, new three, three new figures up for pre-order on Big Bad Toy Store. Or I should say Big Bad Toy Store did it. Um, these are kind of cool if you're a G1 fan. First you get a G1 Alpha Trion figure. 
Um, they're 40 bucks a piece, so they're way too expensive in my opinion. Uh, I definitely need to see them in scale. But what I like about it is they have the Arbalus and Kranix figure from the beginning and middle, I guess, of Transformers the movie. So I thought that was kind of cool, being a big movie fan. Again, way too expensive. That's $40, and how big is it? it there's no size comparison yet. Hmm. So and it's that's little. that's what's weird. They're yeah. like... Their other ones, their other figures are about that tall. So maybe mm. four and a half to five inches. Definitely not $40 yeah, worth. And they don't look very well articulated. So yeah. I just like them because they're Transformer, the movie homages. Um, Toys R Us has their exclusive Pod Racers Battle Pack up for pre-order right now. Um, oh, no, it says it's in stock for shipping now. So that's awesome. Um, let's see if we can get this. Oh, I'm like, where's the bigger picture? <coughs> oh, that sucks. So anyways, this <laughs> is a battle pack with uh, a bunch of the pod racers. And what's cool is they have their little flags that they walk out with oh, at the beginning. Oh, see, that's kind of cool. Still, it's still fucking. I don't so like the So a $27 battle pack. Oh, the new. You don't, don't like, like the new 30th anniversary ones? No. Or not 30th. Are uh, they all going to have Maul on them? Yeah. He's I the like new. I like but. Well, you know how they had Rex up there before? You know, they yeah. always kind of have a character. I'm not a huge fan of it. I like that it has white elements. I'm a big. I love white on packaging. You know, I love the Clone Wars and the Legends yeah. from 2008, but um, let's see. I don't know. I think I'm just kind of over the Star Wars toys. Jamie, don't hate me. Because <laughs> we've, we've got 15 of them in different packages. Yeah, I know. And it's, you know, I don't know. Yeah, they are repackaging masters, man. That's for sure. I think, I think that's where I just kind of died out with the craze. Is once you realized, once you saw it over a long period of time and yeah. just realized how they repack shit over yeah. and over and over again. Yeah. I couldn't imagine being a completionist. Even fucking Arnie from Star Wars Action News is no longer a complete. Well, I think with Hasbro, he's still a completionist. But he finally doesn't have to buy all the repacks is what it is. Like oh, he doesn't buy the whole legends line or anything like that. Didn't you say in like 2008 when with like the big crashes and everybody was starting to buckle down that he wasn't buying like three or whatever. Of yeah. He started. And I don't know if it was 2008. I, it might've been right about that time. That. I don't want to say exactly 2008. Yeah. He finally, and I think it was more space thing. He stopped buying three of everything. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Warbot Defender has been restocked at all your favorite Transformers stores. Unfortunately, it's $30 more expensive than it was originally, which is kind of shitty in my opinion. Like, if you did a whole new run, why would you, you know, just because the collector market drove the price up, you know, almost 50%, Mm -hmm. why would you increase the price fucking 40%, you know? I know, because dumbasses will pay it. 
I did not say that. You cannot <laughs> quote me on that. You can no, because I'm one of the dumbasses that might pay it. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, entertainment. I have no problem calling you a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> entertainment. Oh, so here you can take a look at the figure. Entertainment Ooh, Earth has put up all the new. You can't even see the uh, figures the with new, that packaging. Yeah, it's a little busy, in my opinion. Ew. Yeah, these stripes that lead down here. Yeah, it totally masked the. Yeah, and then look figure. at the little tiny space you have for artwork. Boo. So yeah, I'm not. A, I don't like them either. I'm not a huge fan. But uh, so uh, Entertainment Earth and probably your favorite toy shop out there has put up all of the 2012 initial product offering for star wars for pre-order so if you want to take a look at uh, some pictures of the newer stuff they've got uh, some of the new deluxe vehicles um, the first wave of the movie heroes uh, line which is pretty much going to be saga legends um, and they got some mass they got the titaniums up there so uh, take a look at that no sales and prom promos this week, so uh, we'll actually go into what we got, and then we'll take another quick break here. So being Christmas, we got quite a lot. Yeah, uh, things are on sale. Deals are flying fast and furious. Everything. <laughs> Spending a lot of money. Actually, a lot of stuff. Actually, December was one of my smaller months. Oh, by the way, we will next show we'll be we'll be doing my year in review, my budget year in review to see how well I did this year. He didn't make budget. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> yeah, but next year I will. That's for sure. <laughs> or this year I will. That's for sure. Anywho. Uh, let's see things that I got. I picked up the new, uh, Walmart ATRT. So I hadn't gotten any of the molds. I was kind of pissed that I missed the first standard color of it, but I'm glad I waited because this was, uh, you know how I talk about how I like when they custom paint them. So this one is custom painted. It's got cool Bantha horns on it. Oh yeah. I think I remember that. So, um, uh, let's see. I picked up the entire collection of Creos by doing a little bit of shady things. But anyways, I got the whole set. So, uh, one of my main driving factors in that was uh, to get all the Creons because the Creons are probably my favorite thing about it. And I had been seeing full sets going for like 100, 150 bucks. I paid 100 bucks approximately for my entire Creo collection. So that's amazing. I bought a little Lego display case for it. So they have a little 18 minifigure display case. Oh, he's so he's so excited about Dude, it. Dude, it is so fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, so if you haven't seen these, check out your true. Um, they don't sell they don't sell the big 18 one. They sell or the 16 one. They sell the 8 one on Lego store, but not the 16 one for some reason. Um, but the Toys R Us had, and they actually had the best price I've seen it for at Toys R Us anyways. Um, so I picked up that, uh, picked up the seasonal. They had the Lego, 
the seasonal mini Lego Star Wars sets. So mm-hmm. they had the Republic shuttle, which is a piece of crap. I mean, it's I do not like it. It's probably one of the worst sets they've put out, in my opinion. Um, and then uh, the brand new one that I just found, this was in the new uh, 2012 packaging, was uh, Anakin's Pod Racer. Yeah, he put that together last night. He was so excited. Yeah, it was fun. It was a fun one. Took pictures of it. Um, let's see. I... Uh, and then also I picked up the new, uh, or not new, I picked up the Sonicron, which is the, uh, uh, shit, BTS, BTS Toys uh, Soundwave. So it's the kind of new one that was the handheld recorder. So it's a mini cassette recorder like that you would see nowadays. Mm-hmm. So, and he turned out to be good. He's not... I'm sorry. Do you want to let him out? He's been, he moved over here. He fell down okay. and he's been struggling to get up. Sorry, everybody to interrupt that. But, um, so basically he was 60 bucks when he originally came out and was not, he's not worth 60 bucks, but I paid 34 of them on a clearance sale. And I think that's what he costs at a lot of stores. Now I think they just reduced the price. Um, and he's definitely worth 30 bucks. I really like him. I mean, he's, he's pretty good quality, not amazing, but for 30 bucks, he's a great custom toy. Um, and then the, let's see, I also picked up the Joe, uh, seven packs. I got those from my comic dealer. So that was awesome. I'm loving them. Um, one of one of my favorite things that I've gotten in a while is the eye gear spray. So this is the uh, this is the sea spray homage. He's uh, about the size of a large scout. To uh, yeah, I'd say a large scout. It's probably the best size comparison. Um, and I absolutely love him. He, I mean, I'm a big sea spray fan to begin with. But he is one of the best third-party toys I've ever bought. Sorry. No problem. <laughs> and especially because he was only 15 bucks shipped from China. Oh, he played with that thing for... Hey, look, babe, it's sea spray. Sea spray. <laughs> Dude, and the packaging was awesome. That little... His little bio card was cool. Mm-hmm. All very high quality. I mean, it is amazing. Um 15 bucks was the pre-order price. It's now $18 uh, with free shipping. Totally worth it, in my opinion. Is he doing a haya? Yeah. That's, <laughs> it, it's a joke that anytime a company wants to show off the articulation, they have their thing do a high kick. <laughs> it looks like he's trying to balance himself. <laughs> it's kind of silly. Okay, moving on. So, and I, I guess looking at the pictures here with Cup, he's not a large scout. I'd say he's just scout size. Um, and what's cool, they also did Huffer. I'm not a huge fan of Huffer, so I didn't pick him up. But they are doing one of my other favorite mini-bot uh, characters. They are doing Cosmos. And they're calling him UFO. And he is awesome. 
I think is. that UFO looks great. Does look cool. So I will definitely pick him up as soon as they go on pre-order. Um, uh, along with the seven packs, I also picked up the Encore Devastator from my comic dealer. So I'm excited for that. I've always wanted a real Hasbro slash Takara Devastator because all I've ever had are the cheap knockoffs. So I'm excited. Now I just have to figure out what upgrade kit I want to get for it. Um, Crazy Debbie is way too expensive. I think I did the math on it. And so the Encore Devastator I picked up for uh, about $115. Uh-huh. Crazy Debbie's upgrade kit, not even if you, only if you got a, uh, like the basic ones, not even all of them, $150 to 160 a lot yeah so the x trans bots these are the guys that did the third party uh power glide that turned out really well theirs is 50 so see what it does is it adds it adds a waist here with legs because devastator without this is literally a brick i mean his arms move up and down and that's about it you know so this gives um, thighs and legs like the other set does. It gives it a cartoon-accurate uh, cement mixer barrel here. Um, and then the thing that I like most about the X-Trans robot one is um, is the gun. The gun is much bigger than the Junkion Blacksmith version. And then it's got articulated fingers. You know me. I'm a sucker for articulated fingers. Yeah. Um, His Unicron that's sitting in our living room right now is flipping us off. (laughs) Not uh, Primus. Primus, whatever. Yeah. Oh, I didn't mean to say Unicron. That's the old one. Yeah. That's the one I've had for a long time. The thing that I hate, his chest piece. Look at this. It's like it melted. See how that kind of curves and then it's pointed in? Yeah, well, that's a really But it's picture. on both sides. Yeah, these pictures aren't the greatest. Yeah, it looks like it bowed. Yeah, it looks like it got melted inwards. And that that's almost like a deal breaker to me, because that's a big part of it, in my opinion. Well, it is the chest plate. Yeah. You so. are all about the chest. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Boys! So, <laughs> the Junkion Blacksmith one... Um, so obvious his chest plates. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I like his chest plates. Now his hands are articulated, but it's just the whole hand. Oh, so it's like mittens. Yeah. So the thumb is articulated and then the whole hand moves. Um, you also get, you also get the G one mixing barrel. What I like is you get two replacement heads with the Junkion mm-hmm. Blacksmith. You get a homage to the G1 toy and an homage to the comics. Um, he also comes with a head and the hips as well, or the head, the gun and the hips. But his gun is too small, in my opinion. I mean, compared to the other one. It's not the size that counts. <laughs> it's how you use it. <laughs> Well, his looks too small still. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, 
both of these I'm going to uh, so and then here's also the difference this kit is only 35 bucks and the other kit is 50 so I think I'm going to go junkie on blacksmith and not cry that my fingers aren't articulated um let's see then uh kind of unrelated i did pick up the mortal classics robot three pack or cyborg three pack and i'm loving those those are awesome he was excited about those yeah especially because uh it's three of the, the same figure in different colors <laughs> Well, but the problem is, is the QC was so shitty on all the single pack releases of these. I was really worried that these were going to be really bad. And these are actually better. better. than, And the single pack ones are 10 bucks a piece. So, but like you say, they are the same figure. (laughs) There's a different smoke has a different uh, mold on his dreadlocks that come out of his head. Which is weird. Like, why would you do everything exactly the same except for one dreadlock piece? They're like, okay, so here's our budget. <laughs> and what's weird is it just looks like it was melted a little bit. I mean, <laughs> it it's, probably was. It might have been. I for a second I thought it might have been package warping, but um, so like I said before, I bought myself. An awesome Christmas present. I've been watching this on eBay for about six months. Ever since I saw, or not ever since, but uh, uh, what pushed me over the edge was I saw a review for the new one that they did of of Primus. And in my opinion, the old Primus looks better than the Takara Tomy new Primus. I like the colors better. So because I haven't transformed it into planet mode yet, I decided to pull up a picture for Mrs. McFavorite. So this is his alt mode. His alt mode is literally Cybertron. Yeah. So that's cool in and of itself. And then the big thing I'd been holding out for that, so I was willing to pay up to 60 bucks for this guy. Which isn't horrible. When he originally came out, he was forty-five to fifty, and then, uh, and then he got clearance for something ridiculous, like thirty, twenty-five, thirty bucks. And I passed on him then, and then I decided I wanted him. And what I really wanted him for was the Unicron head, the battle-damaged head that's floating around in space at the be- at the end of the movie and the beginning of the third season. So this version of Primus with the head had been going for 100 to 120 bucks, And I was able to rob one on Christmas. Again, the guy had his, had his auction end at 4 a.m. on Christmas Day, and I got him for 65 bucks. So I'm juiced. Yep. Mrs. McFavorite's really happy. She's like, that's a huge fucking toy. (laughs) All right, Mrs. McFavorite, now that I've went through all the shit I got, what did you get? I got the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man for Christmas. Wow. You're that excited, huh? (laughs) So moving on, our featured custom. Wow, sweetie. What? I got this Dave Puff Marshmallow Man. 
He's cute. He's squishy. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going to put him. I know. You got to figure out how to put the backdrop and everything. Yeah, he's cool. I like him. Put him know. in. Put it in the nursery and scare the shit out of our child. <laughs> he's not scary looking. He's big smiley. <laughs> and then you also got Vigo, your last, your last Ghostbusters figure. My last Ghostbusters figure. He was trying to talk me into the last three that are coming out, and I was all, nope. <laughs> well, especially when you found out they're thirty dollars with shipping if you're not ordering something with me. <laughs> yep. So he is Vigo. He is Vigo. And you still haven't opened him. The ruler of... Oh, god damn it. I I don't remember uh, it. I'm uh, not that big of a fan. Why am I drippings with goo? <laughs> there you go. All right. We're going to go ahead and take a break, and we'll be back with the featured custom. Oh, and I got the Green Lantern. I got my Ryan Reynolds oh, for my desk. Oh, yeah. I got you the Target exclusive light-up green lantern figure <laughs> so i have ryan, ryan reynolds next to my johnny depp on my desk so you need to get now you need to get your ryan reynolds deadpool the f- fucking weird looking one yeah then you can have two figures of ryan reynolds oh my god <laughs> all right guys we'll be right back over Cobra. It's the awesome G.I. Joe headquarters. So massive it holds over 50 Joe figures with searchlight, three missile launchers, eight electronic sounds, and removable rapid-fire gun. But Cobra strikes the headquarters battle targets and triggers a jailbreak. Destro's escaping! Blast the tower and it passes down. G.I. Joe headquarters with electronic sounds, rapid-fire gun, and blast action targets. Figures sold separately. I believe the expression is, put up your jokes. Alright guys, welcome back. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get into our featured custom for this show. It is the Dino Box, Dino Bot box set. Um, this is a convention style box set. It was uh, on eBay. It actually just ended today. Jesus Christ, look at that shit. A thousand dollars. So these are a reimagining of the Dinobots into vehicle modes. So their color scheme is exactly like the Dinobots. Let's see here. Oh, I hate how it opens the new window over there. Okay, so it's very cool. It's kind of like a convention set. So you get a box with box art and everything. Um, let me move down here. So there they all are in robot mode. Very good homages to their original Dinobots. The colors are amazing on them. Um, you have Sweet or Swoop as Scourge using the Scourge mold. Um, you've got uh, Snarl using Jazz's mold. Then you have. Uh, this I believe this is supposed to be Sludge, and he's using the Hulk's crossover mold, the Hummer mold. Um, and then you have, uh, oh my God, let me look at the description here because now I'm fucking. Oh, and then uh, Slag as um, 
as Inferno, and then you have uh, Grimlock as the Universe Inferno. Then you have Grimlock as the uh, really. That's how late it's getting as the uh, Universe Onslaught mold. So they they come with a ton of extra weapons. They even have a comic included. Uh, and it's just amazing. Um, and then uh, you also get a DVD packed with the original digital content. So all the artwork, everything uh, like that. That's pretty on cool. Isn't that awesome? Mm-hmm. Um, let me go through. Oh, there's more pictures on here than he uploaded. Uh, so I love how their weapons integrate into their vehicle modes, too. Um, you can store their weapons. So this was originally a fire truck or, uh, or a uh, crane. Mm-hmm. And they made it a cool big ass missile launcher. <laughs> and then there's Grimlock and Onslaught's mold. So absolutely amazing. Definitely check the show notes. Check that out. Um, I would love to try to do those myself once I get better. Just totally rip off his <laughs> idea. <laughs> Toy review. So this week I found yet another way to extend. <laughs> Optimus Prime retrospective, which Mrs. McFavorite just loves. Um, I picked up the Coro Q. Uh, Rodimus Prime, and so he's a little super deformed guy, like the bot. Do you not want to touch? Oh, my you're arms all wrapped are all up, wrapped in my blanket. <laughs> Mrs. McFavorite's a grumpy it. burrito right now. She's I'm all getting- wrapped up past my bedtime i know it is sweetie and all the listeners do too like i'm sure they could tell as the show progresses you can still talk like a mofo sober or drunk (laughs) (laughs) well at least we know it's not the booze that makes you go on tangents (laughs) i know what's funny is it is the booze that makes you go on tangents because you're a lot quieter when you're not drinking um, so this guy, very easy transformation. He's, um, I, he's from, he was imported from Japan and his alt mode is just probably the cutest looking Rodimus that you've ever seen in your freaking life. He'd be cuter if I wasn't over Rodimus. <laughs> yeah, I know. Mrs. McFavorite is completely burned out. I even told her I wasn't going to review this, and then I was like, eh, well, we ran out of time, so I don't have time to do the other one. But awesome. Check him out. I linked to um, Matt Guzzi's awesome toy blog. I didn't realize that... Uh, Matt had covered this guy. So uh, take a look if you want to see pictures of him. Real cheap. Again, I'd watched him for a while. I ended up getting um, $14 shipped. Not too bad for a Japanese import. Um, All right. So that was our toy review. Next show, promise, 100% guarantee, we are going to do Bands Project Protector Armor. I see it. Okay, hot rod. And that'll be the end of the Rodimus. He's going to clean out his office. He's going to find another fucking Rodimus. 
All right, let's repeat <laughs> questions. It's going to be open your toys cast in Rodimus Prime. <laughs> uh, Jason of Atomic Martian Toys wrote in uh, with a question for us. So he says, out of the four greatest toy lines of the 80s, which one would be the easiest for you to completely write off? Basically, you would have to sell everything you own and never buy another toy from that particular line. So, Miss McFavorite, and it doesn't have to be, he says, within the four. I'll answer that part. But out of all the toys that you have, what could you easily write off? Sell everything and never buy another toy, no matter how cool it, no matter how cool the new Ghostbusters they came out with, or the new Harry Potter toys they came out with, or the new Potato Heads. You couldn't buy another one. It's a toss-up between Potato Heads and Ghostbusters, but I would have to go Ghostbusters. Really? This whole Maddie thing just put a bad taste in your mouth? Yeah. So even... so. And I'm over the Maddie hate. That's why I didn't chime in at all earlier. (laughs) I'm I'm over the fuck Maddie! But I was sitting there thinking that. Um... (laughs) I just I wouldn't support them anymore. Just choosing. But not what to. if like? But so you got to think that so Hasbro if, might get the line. So if ha- and, even yeah. And there might be a new movie or something. You know that's that's it's, what's kind of hard for me to think about. Um, that it would be a cost factor. Okay. And um, they're a lot more expensive than Mr. Potato Heads. Yeah. Yeah, because you get the little seasonal ones for five to seven bucks yeah. every year. So that's cool. But definitely not touching your Toy Story or your Harry Potter. I really don't get that much of them anyway. So it's Well, kinda... no, but we're talking about you had to write it off. You had to sell everything you had. Those would be easier because there's probably not much more going to be created for them. Yeah. You know? Except for Harry Potter anniversary. I'd be interested to see if, like, when they do the 10-year anniversary of Harry Potter or 10-year of the last book, if they wouldn't do, like, a three-and-three-quarter line or something. Yeah. Well, if you look at it that way, I don't know, maybe... Yeah, maybe the Harry Potter series, basically, because their figures really weren't that good. (laughs) (laughs) Your neck of Harry Potter's. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't been to I mean, the ones that I've gotten are cool, but I mean, I haven't gotten all crazy with them. Yeah, because your favorite collectibles are your wands, right? And some of the other stuff that you yeah. have, more shirts and stuff. But like if that. it was like the entire Harry Potter line, like whether it's toys or not, no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Uh, let's see if he specifies but that. But if it was you out of. You could never buy another toy. From yeah. that particular But line. talking about the four major that we talk about, easy. <laughs> He-Man. <laughs> Which you don't, well, you own one. You own a She-Ra. You own a 2002 She-Ra. Yeah. That's the only toy you own from them. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> and what's funny is uh, that's actually my my answer, too, would be Masters of the Universe. Um Maddie hasn't left as bad a taste in my mouth. I'm a little bit more uh, tolerant of everything that's happened um, because it is, it's an experiment. No one else has ever done a, a online collector line only thing like this and how for long have such they been a doing long time. It, what? 
they've been doing it for a long time and they have yet to perfect Still, it. That's true. This is true. Um, and But with that, you have to include all the vintage, all my 2002. And I think that's, I love Masters of the Universe, but Transformers is my favorite line. Uh, Star Wars and G.I. Joe are in the same scale with one another. So there's a lot of customizing and that kind of stuff that could happen between those two lines, whereas He-Man is completely in a different scale. So I think if I had to pick one of the four, it'd have to be He-Man, and mostly because of scale issues. Um, And then he writes the bonus question, which one would be the hardest to write off? So what is your favorite toy line that you collect? Again, doesn't have to be Oh, it'd be Cabbage Patch Kids. That'd be the hardest one to get rid of. Well, because you have like ones that have nostalgia yeah uh vintage yeah it would be one of the like if you put a gun to my head and said you have to get rid of these i'd be like is that really loaded (laughs) (laughs) i would be testing it and then uh transformers would be mine i just think there's so much more play value in transformers so thanks for your question jason uh, you guys should do you guys should do listener feedback stuff on your show. I know it might be a little tougher. They I like their show. Because He's like, it's well, nice why don't you short. come up with a question <laughs> and ask us it? We might do it. Um, Engineer nerd wrote in with a question, and these were both from a, a long time ago. So thank you guys for hanging in there to get your questions. Uh, Engineer nerd of TV and film he said, uh, "I've noticed a lot of collect- I've noticed that a lot of collectors that I interact I've interacted with seem to be IT people, especially GI Joe ones. Do you think uh, this is due to traits of the job, or is it just a coincidence?" I think it's traits of the job. Fuckers are on the computer all the time. Yeah, so it just makes it easy to do all the research on this shit. Yeah. And be all into it. I agree. I think having access to computers, or, or not access, being on a computer 24-7, especially when you, t- when you start talking about sysadmins and network engineers, a lot of their job is monitoring and comes in like spurts of busyness you know, kind of thing. So you can be really busy and then there can be times where you don't have anything to do. Um, uh, I think a lot of it has to do with um, toy collecting. You really can just go on and on and on with your education in it. You know, if one line starts to bore you, you can pick up another line and there's another year or two of things you can learn. And I think IT is the same way. Like web design, I will never be done learning web design. Programming, you're never going to be done learning programming. There's always going to be new stuff. Anything computer related is always going to constantly evolve. And while plumbing evolves and electricity, Electricity, you know, electricians, knowledge evolves, real estate, whatever evolves. It's still not at the level that, I mean, you could try to learn stuff about computers and you could study your whole life and still not know everything or read everything, you know? So I think that has a lot to do with it. 
Um, Cliff wrote in with the with the question that Jamie asked originally, and and that I've been really bad about is pictures of the toy collection. See, I put up pictures in my office last year. I know Miss McFavor did her part, and mine has just been in flux, and my room's been trashed, but. Uh, with the great sell-off will come the great organization and the great display. So it's going to be the it's going to be a trilogy. First, the great organizations, episode one. Then episode two will be the great sell-off, and episode three will be the great organization or the great display. And once I have all my displays up, or once I at least have my room clean, I'll get some pictures put up at least. Because I do, I love my office. My office is gorgeous, in my opinion. Most people... His office does look really good when it's actually, em- not empty, but... When it's clear of stacks and like stacks of Like when he first moved into toys. it and decorated it. <laughs> yeah. Five years ago. Did, and did I never take pictures of that? Nope. God, I was such You had it idiot. cleared out. I think you had it... You finished it for the first uh, birthday bash here. Uh-huh. And because that was that would have been yeah, our I first how... true year here because it was the it was after we had um, it was the year after we had moved in. Oh, that's right. And so you had just gotten everything decorated and and put up that day. Yeah, I remember that. And, and you never did in. pictures. I mean, we got pictures party of people partying in there, but <laughs> yeah, nothing of the you, actual you really can't display. see anything with display. So they're coming. Hang in there with me. I, I actually do buy toys. I'm not just <laughs> talking shit. And I mean, it's just one of those things where I just need to get my shit organized. So, all right. Well, let's uh, go ahead and we've got a couple voicemails. Um, they're from JD. So let's go ahead and listen to his first one. Hey, Mr. and Mrs. Slick McFavorite. It is JD. I have not left any voicemails lately because I was not sure if the podcast was even going to keep going. Uh, and then Slick explained that it was just a busy holiday. So, <clears throat> just an update. I just opened the box containing my Dreadnought and my Slothers Marauder 7-Pack from Big Bad Toy Store. Um, <clears throat> I'm extremely excited to open them, but damn it, I have to wait till after dinner. So, oh, just another update. <clears throat> I started a podcast of my very own called General Geekery, um, where I can talk G.I. Joe and whatever other, you know, Star Trek and Doctor Who and whatever other geeky shit my friend and I want to talk about. Um, and uh, I quit collecting Star Wars figures. I'm done. Nothing that Hasbro's putting out interests me in the least. And when I read about another price increase, nope, that was it. <clears throat> Nail in the coffin. I'm done. Um, I don't really care. So, uh, that's about it, though. Oh, yeah, I'm getting a Grizzlor. Man with, uh, Masters of the Universe uh, classic figure. So I'm buying it loose, so I'm pretty happy about that. Um, just because Grizzler was a character I never had when I was a kid, but I was always kind of fascinated by him. Another big, hairy monster guy. Sort of like the Wampa and Chewbacca. So I guess that's what that is. But 
All right, I will talk to you all later. Slick said you guys are recording soon, so I'm looking forward to a new episode. It's been too damn long. Talk to you later. Bye. All right, thanks for the voicemail, JD. Yep, our uh, our standard uh, our standard holiday sabbatical. Yeah. yeah we always try to, we have every intention of doing something over the holidays. And like this year we were going to say, well, at least, well, at least we'll send out a, um, uh, we we're going to do a Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Then we were going to do a happy new year. Just yeah. a little And those days one. just came and went. We were like, oh shit. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll, we'll try to be better this season, but it's probably going to be about the same, especially with a kid. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, but, uh, congratulations on giving up the, the Star Wars. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Yeah, Mrs. McFavorite. That's, uh, that's been one of the things that she's been going through, picking out stuff to sell off as well. So we're kind of cleaning out the star rooms. Wow. That's They're cleaning. a happy song. <laughs> Uh, we're cleaning out the basement, which was our kind of Star Wars homage room. So getting rid of a lot of stuff. Yeah. And uh, glad you picked up that uh, Grizzlore. I saw your back and forth with, uh, I thought it was Dino Vault, was it? But who knows? So, yeah, I get the appeal of them. I like them, too. So thank you for sending that voicemail. And uh Glad to see that you stuck with us through two months of no shows, and I'm happy that you're starting your own show. Yeah, congratulations on that as well. And I gotta be—I'm—I'm I'm bad. I—I I only learned about it maybe about a week ago, so I haven't listened to an episode yet. Um, but send me the link. Um, we'll promote it on our next show for sure, or call in with the information. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're definitely not against you. Uh, 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 God, my brain's not working. It is getting late. Not pitching, but promoting. Plugging. Plugging. There you go. That's the word I was looking for. Plugging your show on our show because you've been one of our most dedicated listeners and one of our most active listeners, too. So that's awesome. Um, Speaking of active, let's listen to his second voicemail. Hey, Mr. and Mrs. McFavorite. It's JD. I was just listening to your podcast. Congratulations on being pregnant. That is so fucking awesome. I don't even know you guys, and I'm excited for it. So, um, yeah, because because uh, over on Twitter, when when the Jason said that he was tearing down this collection, that was when I sent the uh, the message, and it's like, ah, oh, crap, your podcast is going away. Because when he said tearing down, I thought, oh my god, he's not going to collect anymore. So, no, no, this makes a whole lot more sense, and. This is absolutely fantastic news. Um, so, yeah, keep us updated how it's going, and uh, give us a list of names when you guys get there, because, you know, everybody always wants to hear the names that you're thinking about. So, uh, but big, big, big congratulations. Um, I'm a single dad to a seven-year-old who will be, like, ten the next time she has a birthday, so... Um, I know how exciting parenting can be and how fucking awesome it can be. So I am extremely happy that you guys are going to experience it too. So <clears throat> I'm glad your podcast is back, and I'm really glad that you guys kicked off the return with that because that is just awesome news. Congratulations. 
Thanks. Thanks. We're excited too. Yeah. So give them an update. So what? What's our kid supposed to be like right now? <laughs> uh, so I am at the end of my 11th week. Uh, tomorrow we'll be going into the 12th week. And right now it is the size of a plum. <laughs> <laughs> and his arms are forming. He it's now a- should have his internal organs. And the nail or- beds and the teeth are starting to form. And oh, the and eye hair- sockets. Oh, yeah. And, and the hair. hair follicles are starting to form. So. Yeah. He- I got him a daddy book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's the what to expect when you're expecting for daddy. Yeah, the expectant father. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm reading what to expect when you're expecting, and I downloaded just about every baby app there's possible. <laughs> it's telling me all the same stuff, so I'm believing it. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much for the congratulations, and thank you everybody for the congratulations as well. It, it's yeah. it's much appreciated. Um, it is. It's it means it means a lot to have a lot of support from our from our friends and everything like that. So thank you guys. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, let's finish this sucker off with some motherfudging grab bag. Um, first up, Star Wars: The Phantom Menace in 3D AMC event. That's right. Uh, select AMC theaters across the nation, mostly in major towns, or I shouldn't say select ones. How many is that? Eight? Nine? Nine AMC theaters across the country are going to be doing a special event on Saturday, February 11th. That's the launch weekend for Phantom Menace and 3D, um, where they're going to be uh, giving away a little fighter pod character. Little fighter pod figure, little tiny guy. And then for the first 400 guests, you get Anakin style pod racing goggles for your 3D glasses. I think that's fucking awesome. So, are we doing this? Yes. So, we are doing this. This is where we're going to, I should say, unless, unless the IMAX gets 3D, gets it in 3D. Because I think the IMAX would trump George this. Lucas here. I know it's almost so. guaranteed that it's going to be in the IMAX, but but we wouldn't have those a, cool pod racing 3D glasses. I know they're so awesome. <laughs> they look like Harry Potter glasses. <laughs> what they, they really kind of like. do. <laughs> they're probably going to reuse the mold for when they release Harry Potter in 3D. All eight movies. Please don't do that to me. (laughs) Um, uh, They also have put out new movie posters for the 3D. So they're not, of course, they're not just rehashing the same old movie posters. And they're cool. I like them. Yeah. I like that bottom middle one. Oh, I'll go over to that. Sorry. I was about to. I just want to see what the. I love no, that, that, one. that one. I know not cool. this one. This is my favorite. At last, we will well, reveal ourselves to the Jedi. And that's and it's a close-up picture of Darth Maul. Yeah. The uh, in your face. <laughs> and then this, the one Miss McFavorite likes. The pod racing one's pretty cool looking too, but... I can't wait to see that fucking see pod race in course. 3D. Yeah, see. Oh, Saul. Yeah, that one is tight. Fucking Maul's... Fucking lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah, that is awesome. 
So I'm excited for it. Again, I don't hate the prequels like most people do. Just Fab does not have those shoes anymore. Liars. <laughs> um, and so in one of the most interesting uh, cross promotions for the Phantom Menace is a French restaurant called Quicks. Uh, so above and beyond. Oh, come on. <laughs> you motherfuckers. Okay, we're going to have to come back to this. Oh. And I searched for a half an hour to find a site that covered this the best. And now their site's down. Okay. Um, so anyways, um, one of the things I wanted to mention on a side note with this is Lucas has announced his retiring that he is retiring. <laughs> and uh, uh, Too bad we don't have a soundboard. It'd be like, woohoo! Yeah, no shit. And what's funny is when the, when the interviewer, I think this was for the uh, New York Times um, interview that he did. Yeah. Um, when the interview asked him, point blank, would there ever be any more Star Wars movies? He literally said that he will never do another Star Wars movie because he can't take everybody yelling at him about it. Where does it say that? Um, I don't know. It's somewhere in here. Oh, it was I a pull quote. That. Yeah, I got to read that. But I mean, hey, kind of shot ourselves in the foot there yeah i mean you want a bitch all the time it's great you fucking i mean the guy is human you know yeah. he may be one of the richest people you know that you follow on a regular basis he may be you know a guy that's like i don't give a fuck this is my movie i'm gonna do what i want with it mm -hmm. but he's still human you yeah. know, I just am not a huge fan of Lucas because I've heard that he is a huge asshole. Well, yeah, I mean, they, like, they show behind the scenes shit all the time where he's just being a dick. And I just I just remember there. I think it was on MTV. And this was a really, really, really long time ago mm -hmm. about some guy saying you never meet your heroes because I guess this guy got to meet George Lucas and he was just a he was a okay. dick to him. Cocked it. Well, every single fan's picture I've ever seen with Lucas, Lucas is like this, with just fucking not yeah. a smile, his head kind of turned to the side and just like, give me a break kind yeah. of thing. So. so that's the reason why I don't like him <laughs> he, or why I'm not, why he's not my favorite. <laughs> but um, it's good that he's retiring. <laughs> <laughs> I could help wah, myself. Wah. <laughs> But we did. Bitch too much. Yeah. I'm glad. And it's, I wonder what it's going to be like in a world without like Star Wars toys. and. Yeah. that's, And the whole thing is, is they'll keep it around. There's always going to be Star Wars. I mean, it's yeah. just like, it's just like there's always Transformers, you know. And but, it is not 67 degrees in this house. My nose is a fucking <laughs> ice cube. <laughs> Right. So it doesn't look like the the link I have here, but it's, it's going to come up. Um, but basically, the interesting thing about this uh, uh, French's restaurant uh, or this French restaurant Quick's promotion is they're doing the Darth Vader burger. And oh, Jamie's posted a couple things about buns. It. Yeah. Ooh. 
Yeah, and I guess it's all done with dye and everything, but black buns. And I just wanted to read, they had four different hamburgers. Oh, God damn it. Go to the show notes, click this link. This Hopefully. We linked to the best article that showed the toys. It had English descriptions of all the hamburgers and everything. So, sorry about that. G.I. Joe, the Dick collection is out, uh, at least season one. Or Dick. Uh, so what they're calling G.I. Joe Dick. Series 2 Season 1 is out. And this is the DIC, collect, or DIC episodes, which are really cheesy. They came out in late 80s, early 90s. Um, Justin from General Joe's reviewed it. And he's kind of like me. He's a pretty big uh, optimist when it comes to things mm-hmm. on uh, what's on Joe mind, they call him the apologist because he says uh, he basically loves everything that Hasbro does. And I'm kind of the same way. Um, uh, but what's cool is the very first one has, you know, slaughters, marauders, um, you got lots of night creepers, you know, a lot of the later, uh, later, uh, toys are featured in these so I haven't picked mine up yet I'm I'm playing the long game I know Amazon's gonna continue to drop it and drop it as it doesn't do well um, but it's a must eventually I mean if you're a Joe fan you have got to I mean it's just like if you're a Transformers fan you really should have seen all the Transformers cartoons whether they're bad or not in my opinion you know and if you didn't, you're not a true fan. No. You suck. <laughs> I just think you should. I mean, it's not, you can be, that's the nice thing about fandom. You can be anything you want. You can only buy toys and never see any of the media, never read a comic. Or you could be the opposite. You could be like, all I've ever done is read the comics. I've never seen a G.I. Joe movie, you know? Well, if they want to keep it pure, it's probably a good idea. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, next up, Transformers. We got confirmation and solicitations, actually, for uh, the free comic book day. Transformers is going to be Transformers 80.5. So the original run of the Transformers comic back in the 80s stopped with number 80, and they're going to be continuing it. Um, and they're going to be doing so with free comic day. You're going to get 80.5 titled regeneration one. So that's kind of a cool little play on generation one. Um, and I'm excited as all hell about this. I'm really excited that they're picking up the vintage line just the way, uh, the GI Joe did it as well. Um, with the re- with their real American hero series. So if you're interested in that, make sure to stop by a comic shop on free comic book day. That is May 5th this year. So Cinco de Mayo. Masters of the Universe. The He-Man.org winning shirts. So we talked about, we went over the 30 plus shirts that they had. And these are the winning ones. So there's the Cringer Head with I Rather Be Napping. The Motu Hoarder, which I really liked that since it's a play on the evil horde. Um, since Stikor is one of my favorite guys. 
Who needs brains when you got sense? Bada. <laughs> uh, I Iron Cross Motu, which I don't even remember looking at this one. I don't remember that one either, but I don't like it. I don't like it either. Um, the He Fan shirt with a uh, with a He Man or actually yeah, He Man uh, silhouette. <laughs> I love this. This shirt sucks. The mosquito. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's clever. Yeah, I love that one. Um, I do like this one too. How I loathe heroes, and it just shows a sliver of Skeletor's face. So the shirt is kind of acting like his hood a little bit. I think it would have been better if it had like the hooded side out here, yeah, instead of being cropped that way on the left hand side. Uh, he fan in the new adventures line, which I don't know how the hell that, that one looks won. very Aztec -y. Yeah. Or, well, yeah. And then the she raver. So, yeah, not the mm -hmm. ones I would have picked, but there's a couple in there. Um, I think I'm going to get this shirt sucks or, uh, or he man hoarder. What was it? Or Motu hoarder. Yeah. Because I'm definitely going to buy one to support him. Val does an amazing job at his site. And with PowerCon and everything now, I mean, this guy's just amazing. I, I'm really impressed with everything, with all the, all the, uh, what do they call those in the fire? With all the irons in the fire that he has. That one I didn't. I couldn't have helped you with that one. Really, you've never heard that one. He's no. got too many irons in the fire. I've heard too many fingers in the pot, or too many hands in the pot. Too many people in the too many cooks in the kitchen. Too many chiefs, not enough Indians. No, I guess that's I not heard really that one. Really, but that's not really the same one, anyways. But anyways, <laughs> so yeah, got a lot of shit going on. That one I heard. <laughs> Shit happens. How about that one? <laughs> <laughs> Shit happens sometimes. Um, oh, thank you. I just saw that. All right. And then I just wanted to do one last thing. Uh, this didn't really fall into any of the categories, so I wanted to talk about this individually. So Toy Hunters, if you missed it, was a new show on the Chavel Channel. It was basically just a pilot that they were saying had to get enough watchers to be picked up. And basically, if you're familiar with American Pickers, it's American Pickers, but it's toys. This guy has booths at cons, and, and specifically this one's New York Comic Con. And he traveled around the country trying to find vintage toys to put in his booth. And most specifically, I mean, he, he went he did some very iconic toys to get people to his booth kind of thing. Mm -hmm. he, he kept saying to pull them in. Um, 
so the cool thing about this is he went to Cincinnati, Ohio, where Kenner was based, and went and talked to some of the old Kenner designers. So these were people that would just bring home toys from the office, you know, and they were talking about how there used to just be stacks of toys in the hallway and anyone was allowed to take them if they wanted, you know, shit like that. I'm just like, oh my God. And so these guys put them in boxes when they cleaned out their office eventually and just have stored them the entire time. The guy's a little bit of a smuck. Um, um, Smuck, schmuck. Yeah, schmuck, I guess is better what I say. Smuck. Smuck, I did say smuck. (laughs) Um, And he does a little bit, you know, I've heard people say, oh, he's trying to rip these people off. And he's really not. I mean, he's running a business. It's like American Pickers, you know, you're like, oh, you could sell that on eBay for so much. And it's one of those things where you also have to consider their costs traveling around the country, blah, 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 you know? Well, Um, yeah, but the TV show is paying for that. I don't, well, I mean, it's one of those things. Well, I guess if it's, I mean, he was doing this before the show, so. Yeah, and and if he does this on the regular, then, you know, you kind of understand it. So I, I'm linked to Cool and Collected. It, they're one of the people I follow on uh, on Twitter. And he did a great write-up of this. Um, uh, very, for the most part, positive. You know, um, I've heard people just bash this show. And I thought it was good. I knew a lot of the information in it just because... It, That's I'm, how you roll. Yeah, but I mean, there was stuff that I <sighs> didn't know. Um, Is that just the Boba Fett mold? It's the rocket firing Boba Fett. It's like the holy grail of Star Wars collecting. There's like two dozen of these in existence. And half of them don't come with their original rocket and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, moving on. So so the big pool, they went and visited uh, uh, Tom from Tomart's uh, uh, magazine. They went and visited his big, huge warehouse, and it was pretty awesome. And then, uh, so they show him at New York Comic Con finally selling this stuff. Uh, one of the other big ones is they went to one of the Thundercats designers, and they had an unreleased Mad Bubbler toy, which I guess is the holy grail for Thundercats collectors. So it was kind of cool to see all this kind of stuff. Um, it really seemed like it was kind of fake and you know he just was really excited and then at the end of the show when they're showing the uh when they're showing the convention uh he's like i made this much money but i really wanted to sell either the rocket firing boba fett or the mad bubbler and this guy kind of walks up out of nowhere it's like i heard you had the had a vintage boba fett blah 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 i'd love to see it you know Ends up, ends up buying it there on the spot for $17,000. Whips out his credit card. So there's lots of people saying that that was fake, you know, like whatever. They were just, I mean, he just looks like Joe Schmo, like skater guy, you know, Mr. Tattoo guy here. And, and he misspoke a little bit. So that was another thing. He called him a Boba Bet. Um, and I just think it was, it, I think it was, he says it three times, at least in the review. 
uh, or he says, I watched it three times, and he definitely says Boba Bat, but I think it was just me speaking. The cool thing about the article that I've linked to on here is the guy from the show actually came in and and left a comment on here. So I thought that was cool that the guy actually chimed in, went to a fan blog, you know, mm-hmm. and said, hey, thanks for covering it. I appreciate it. Again, it was one of the more positive reviews that I read for this show. Um, but what it turns out, if you had any skepticism about this guy, is this is the owner of Tap Out, the clothing company. So, oh. I mean, this isn't just any Joe Schmo guy. This guy's fucking probably a low low end millionaire you know but um so you can still probably catch reruns i'm sure you can find it somewhere online take a look at it it was an interesting hour people said it should have talked more about the toys it's still got to have mass market appeal so i just wanted to bring that up i enjoyed it and i would love to see it come into a full show All right, because Mrs. McFavorite's giving me the stink eye and tapping her toes and fucking nodding furiously. That's it for this episode of Open Your Toys Cast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. It was great to be back to our normal format. Um, I can't promise we'll have a new one out every week like we did this one, but uh, probably get back into about a every two-week schedule. Um... So glad you guys stuck in there with us, even without two and a half months of new toy news. Yeah. Thanks, guys. I'm falling asleep on my mic here. Yeah, no shit. All right. I'm Slick McFavorite. (laughs) And I'm Mrs. McFavorite. And we'll see you sooner rather than later. Or later rather than sooner. Peace. Bye.